Welcome to the Chosen Girl Podcast, where we believe you are made for more and you have purpose. Hey guys, welcome to Tell Me About It, which is a segment that we do every single week, comes out every single Tuesday at thechosengirl.com. We are so excited to have our special guest here today, Miss L. Cardell. Hi! friend and blogger and just angel on earth basically because she is spreading the good news of the gospel through her website and Instagram, Facebook pages, Daughter of Delight. So make sure to go follow her. We'll put the handles down here in the video. But thank you so much for being with us. I am so excited to be here and just like so honored to be sitting on this super cute and comfy couch right now. <laughs> Girl, we love vintage stuff. I'm not gonna lie, I'm from Goodwill. So, <laughs> yes, I cleaned it. Fine. Don't worry, I cleaned it. Love me some Goodwill. Absolutely, girl. <laughs> so, um, if this is your first time tuning in, this is our third segment on. Uh, Tell me about it with thechosengirl.com. So every week we meet and we're going to talk about different topics or things voted on by you. But Chosen Girl is all about knowing that we are made for more in Christ awesome. and we have purpose and he has a plan for us and he wants good for us. So I brought in Elle today because uh, today we're talking about the daily pursuit of Christ. Mm -hmm. And that is such an important part of our relationship and walk because, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't like... Okay, me and Elle, we've been friends for a while now, mm -hmm. and we talk every single week. We do. Sometimes every single day. day. <laughs> <laughs> we wear out the voice messages yeah, on we an do. iPhone. We just wear it out. But that's how our relationship has grown so much, and we have truly bonded through that. So it's even more so important to have that with Jesus. So mm. Elle, we are so excited to hear what you have to say. But first, tell us just a little bit about yourself and your journey and just whatever you want to talk about. All the things. All the things. I can say all Absolutely, the things. girl. Well, I am 25 years old. I live in Shelbyville, Tennessee with my husband, Michael, and our fur baby, Tucker. Um, I met Christ when I was in high school. I had kind of a rocky church life growing up. Um, grew up super, super conservative. My parents left the church when my brother and I were really young, probably first or second grade. And then afterwards, we just church hopped for two or three years to find a place that we could call home. Yeah. And that was really, really hard because it was a new youth group every single week or, you know, every two or three weeks, depending on how long we visited whichever church it was. <laughs> um, but we finally... I don't know if you're familiar with Franklin Road in Nashville, yes. but that's like where all the churches are. So we just made our way down Franklin Road and, <laughs> and eventually found church um, at a church at the very end of Franklin Road. We started on the wrong end is Got what I'm getting at. We road. started here and we ended there <laughs> two years later. Um, and by that time, my brother and I were in fifth grade and my youth group experience is where I met God. Aww. It was so incredible. And like, I love... I know a lot of people meet the Lord, really meet the Lord and are changed by Him during their youth group experience, and yes. I love that you and Hunter are involved with youth adolescents. I think it's amazing. So, Girl, they change <laughs> us, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot to learn from them for sure, but um, went to school at Lipscomb University in Nashville. I was a theology major with a uh, minor in children's ministry. Once I graduated from Lipscomb, I walked out of college right into a children's minister position in Birmingham, Alabama. But to rewind just a little bit, my junior year of college, God planted this idea of something more in my heart. Um, I loved children's ministry. I loved all kinds of ministry. I really, really loved women's ministry, right? 
Um, I edited for this wonderful magazine called Whole Magazine and right before my time with them wrapped up is when I felt like God started that stirring in my heart for wow. something more. I didn't know what that looked like, but it I knew that it had to do with women's ministry. So yeah. prayed about it and then I finally just, it was just revealed to me that God wanted me to start an online women's ministry and I said, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I pulled a Moses on him. Honestly, I was like, thank you so much for thinking of me, God, but I'm not interested. Like there's someone way better for this job because I was so afraid. Oh my goodness. I was so afraid about what people would think if I were to really put my voice out there and you know, fear just had its grip on me so strongly. Um, but the good news is God, <laughs> God persisted and yes. had his way in me. And when I got that green light, I got the green light through a conversation. It was such a simple conversation with a friend. She asked me what my God-sized dreams were. I had no idea that all of this was sitting in my heart. And I, t I just spoke what I was so afraid of and told her what I felt like God was calling me to do. And you know what she said? She said, what are you waiting for? Oh my goodness. And I was right. Like, what am I waiting for? Like, we're made for the glory of God. We're not made for the fear of man. You know what I mean? So Preach. I went back to my apartment and I was up till 2 a.m. Uh, just kind of like writing out what everything was supposed to, what I thought everything was supposed to look like. And then God laid the words daughter of delight on my heart. And wow. so I started the Instagram account. I went to sleep the next morning. I woke up and I started writing. So... Ew. It's pretty crazy. That was almost five years ago, by the way. And guys, <laughs> if you have not checked out Daughter of Delight, her page, it like, L, it has to be a God dream because everything that you write, all the content on there, all the resources that you suggest, like every single thing is just so incredibly genuine. You couldn't make this stuff up. Thank like, you, you know, Thank like, you it's just one of those things that you're like, man, I can see God working through this. One of my favorite parts of her site is the uh, daughter dilemmas. Mm. And you can write in anything that you're going through. And Elle and her mother-in-law, her team of uh, writers, they are just so faithful in giving what they feel is the sound scriptural advice on that. Mm. And I feel like that's what we're all looking for is the truth. Like we all have fear, yeah. you know, we all have anxiety. We all have these problems that we mm. face and y'all are just such a beacon in the dark. You're so sweet. Like, I'm serious. I Thank know it sounds you. cheesy. Like you're Thank such you. a beacon, like, <laughs> like churchy talk. But seriously. <laughs> you're such a light. Girl, girl, we're church talking. We can do this all day. <laughs> you should see us when we go get coffee. We're, we love some coffee, yes. But seriously, the whole time we're like holding hands. We like. are and crying. <laughs> it's just amazing. Like this is such a God gifted friendship. It in is, so many ways. and God will like if you're going through something right now and you're like, man, I wish I had a friend like that. Girl, pray for it. Like oh, God, come on, will bring yes. it. Yes, He will. And I mean, look at what He did. How He turned your fear around. I know. It's incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think it was one thing that you said that just really spoke to me is the fact that when you said it out loud mm. is when things started to change. Yeah. And there's such power in our words mm. and there's such power in like finally letting out what God has put in you. Right. So find someone that you can do that with. Find somebody that will ask you questions like, what are you waiting for? Mm. Like, what, you know, what are you waiting for? Yeah. What have you got to lose? Yeah. You know? The thing is like Satan wants us to keep those dreams that are so scary to us. He wants us to keep them inside. Wow. He doesn't want us to voice them because he knows that when we voice them and sur surrounded by people who claim victory, 
Yes. Then those dreams are most likely going to come to fruition if they're truly the will of God. Absolutely. So, like even this morning, we were voice messaging each other, and we were like, uh, "Satan's on our case this morning. Oh my goodness, he yes. must not want this video to happen." <laughs> so, like, if you feel fear, if you feel something crippling, uh, if you feel confusion, like that is all from the enemy. That is 100%. not from God. And y'all, he wants to stop what God has put in our hearts at all costs. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be a battle that we're fighting for. But mm-hmm. like, if God is for us, who can be against us? And that's one of the things we were talking about at coffee on Friday because, Mm -hmm. you know, we were just discussing sin. Sin is beguiling, right? It is charming, but it's deceptive. Um, And so we can so easily be distracted by other things when really, like, when it comes down to it, we need to take a look at what's really sitting in our hearts. Absolutely, girl. So. So good. Yeah. (laughs) So if you go to Daughter of Delight, there's so many little like sweet tidbits of things. But one of the things that are my favorite feature of your site are your daily, uh, your daughter. uh, Daily Delight. Yes. Your daily delight. My daily daughter. It's a play on words. (laughs) Your daily delight. And she is such a great writer and you have such a great team behind yeah. you yeah so tell us a little bit about about how that came to be. yeah so um when i started daughter of delight the first 87 days were just me and the lord right i was a full-time college student i was writing these devotionals and i was like oh my goodness what is happening <laughs> so, <laughs> so i started praying you know i said god i know that you've put this in my heart like I just feel like there's still something more here. There's something more to to be said for me to do. What what are these things? And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and he gave me a taste of that of his vision for this ministry and it was, you know, this ministry is not just for you and I. This ministry is to give women an outlet to find their voice, to strengthen their voice and to be empowered in their voice so that they can go out and change the world and make disciples with their voice. You know, growing up in a really conservative, with a really conservative background, I felt like there was not a single place for me at the table in the church. I was scared to ask questions. I was scared to raise my hand in class. You know, I just, I didn't feel comfortable. Um, But that's not how it's supposed to be, you know, and I've really, I've really come a long way in that understanding of my journey with the Lord. And so I, I think that's one reason he birthed Daughter of Delight through me. Yes. So um, now it is uh, every three months, I look for a team of seven writers, one for each day of the week. And those women will write devotionals one day a week for 12 weeks or 13, depending on how many weeks are in that quarter. But it's incredible. And I've had writers from um, Australia, South Africa, um, Scotland. I mean, what? like all international of these cra- delight. Crazy, yeah. Exactly. Like that's a coffee creamer. <laughs> international delight. Yes. I totally, totally, totally support that idea. Absolutely, girl. We love coffee. We love Jesus. Yes. So. Yes. So. Yes. I'm just so glad you're here, girl. Thanks. Honored that you're. I'm here. just excited for all that God is doing through Daughter of Delight, all that God is doing through Poppies, the fact that He brought us together. Yes. Through, I messaged Sarah back in December. I think last so. December. Yes. For a collaboration with Poppies, and now this beautiful friendship has just blossomed. Yes. And I'm so grateful. For and it. at that point, I had no idea that we would even be here. 
for Chosen Girl, like, God used my small business and then Daughter of Delight, and mm. he just, like, grew it into something we could have never dreamed. Mm. So. Amen. I love it. I love it. So, since today we're talking about the daily pursuit of Christ, I would love to hear your insight on how a daily relationship with God has changed you and maybe even how that came to be in your just daily routine, yeah. in your lifestyle, all of those things. Yeah. Um, I used to think that I was too busy for God because mm -hmm. I had so much going on. There just wasn't enough time in the day to do all the things, right? Which means God really wasn't my priority. He wasn't my number one choice. He Instead, he was on the sidelines. He was on the back burner. Um, I only went to him when I needed him. But the truth is, we need God every second of every minute of every wow. hour of every day of every day of the year. We need him all the time. <laughs> yes. And so that was, that's another thing that Satan likes to do. He likes to try and distract us with time. He likes mm. to make us believe that there really aren't enough hours in the day to get everything done. But here's the fact of the matter. If you don't have time for God, if you're too busy for God, then you're seriously too busy. Like something has got to give. Wow. And time with God doesn't always look the same. You know, if, if you're not a morning person, you don't have to force that quiet time. It's okay. God is not, he doesn't keep score of <laughs> when you have quiet time and when you don't have quiet time. He just wants your full undivided attention. And so, you know, for me, that looks like, yes, I have quiet time with him in the mornings. Um, I listen to my favorite Christian podcast. I work from home, so I listen to my favorite Christian podcast while I'm working. I listen to worship songs in the car. I sing my favorite hymns over people who I know who are going through things. In the shower is like prayer time. I do all these random things, but no matter what, I just try to keep an ongoing conversation with the Lord throughout my day. I try to uh, really keep Him at the forefront of all I do and remember that I am here because of him like I oh, exist man. for God and God alone I don't exist you know for my work there's nothing I can do that will gain my entryway into heaven you know what Girl, I mean yes. and so when I just when I go throughout my day with God in mind it changes so much there's so much fruit um, I have more patience I I speak better to my husband, to my friends. Wow. Yes. You know, you just, you're truly transformed from the inside out by the spirit because yes. you're, you're surrendering, you know, yourself and your will and your desires in exchange for his will and his way and his desires for your life. You know, when we, he gives us the desires of our heart, of our heart when we are committed to him because his desires, truly our desires are his desires for mm -hmm. us. You know what I mean? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it all falls into place when you make time for him. Absolutely. And I'm, I can so relate to you. Like I used to think that I had to have like this squared away time yeah. where I was like spending 15 minutes with a particular <laughs> verse or with a, a particular book or, you know, an app or whatever. But really it is a lifestyle it that is. you live, mm -hmm. like honoring God with what you listen to yeah. and what you put into your mind. And yes, that daily, like quiet time diving into the word, like that is so important and so transforming in your life but you know a daily lifestyle doesn't have to be squared away into like a 15 minute segment 
of right. your day. And I used to think of it as like checking off a to-do list. Like, okay, yeah. so I've brushed my teeth, I've put on my makeup, oh, and I've read, you know, Jesus Calling this morning. Or, yeah. <laughs> which I, I'm all about some Jesus Calling, don't get me wrong. I, I love Sarah Young and all that she does. But um, I used to think of it as like this checklist so that God wouldn't be mad at me or that I was like following the rules because I'm very type A rule follower, don't want to get in trouble, mm. but like God's not casting mm -hmm. that like finger of condemnation like mm -hmm. he truly wants a relationship with you it's kind of like if you were <laughs> y'all can totally relate to this i don't know if anyone else has like a processing time on their text message <laughs> responses <laughs> but i'll like listen to a voice message or glance at a text where i get in the car or you know whatever and i'll mm -hmm. completely forget to respond and i'm horrible and i'll message ellen i'll be like i'm so sorry <laughs> it's been three days since you sent me that message it's like I'm a horrible friend and never does she say Sarah we can't be friends anymore you didn't text me back within you know ten eight minutes. hours or ten minutes, ten minutes. or yeah whatever <laughs> but she's always like girl we all have life it is so busy and I think that sometimes we picture God is going to be like no I'm sorry the processing time was too long yeah like, you know oh my goodness that's good like it's never like that. We're just so happy to talk with each other. Mm -hmm. And the reason that we want to talk with each other is because we want a relationship with each other. Like we benefit each other's spirits and yeah. attitudes and just you enhance my life 100%. And that's how we need to picture God like so much more, like leagues more. Like whenever we're in the word, I experience peace over anxiety. Yeah. Like whenever I'm in the word, I remember like you said, just to treat people better throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And my perspective is completely shifted. Mm -hmm. Completely. Mm -hmm. um, I love that you mentioned, you know, there's worship, there's podcast, there's... There's all the things. The yes. number one source is absolutely the Word. The Word of God is inerrant. It is infallible. It is authoritative over all of our lives. It is the source of truth. Yes. And we need to be going to that first. So don't hear me when I say, you know... I do podcasts, I do worship songs. I approach the word first. So wow. that is that time with God in the word is a non-negotiable. If you want to be changed by truth, you have to be diving into truth. So girl, yes. But then there are other amazing things like worship songs and podcasts and devotionals like Jesus Calling and surrounding yourself with Christian community and friendships and there's so many it's the lifestyle. It is it is it's what you were getting at, yeah. Yes. So so here's kind of a loaded question. All right. <laughs> we go. talked about this a little bit before. So I've experienced in my own life, and then I've also had some people open up to me as of recent, of how intimidating and how hard it can oh, be yeah. to just open up the Bible. Like, where? what's your advice on people knowing or people needing to know, where do I start? Mm. Um, I have trouble with reading comprehension. Um, I get bored and fall asleep. So what, just with your experience, what would you say is a great solution for them? Yeah, um, I would say start small. Um, you know, five minutes is better than zero minutes. Um, and there, you know, there are many ways that you can read the Bible. And yes, opening it and reading it is amazing and doing your exegesis I feel like that's a whole other episode is how to actually read your Bible for yes. all it's truly worth I would I would love to speak on that but we'll um, have you back girl let's go <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but just starting small, like, you know, commit to reading a psalm a day or, um, I don't know, commit to reading your Bible for 10 minutes a day, whatever it is, just make time for it. I think of what you were getting at, we just, we visualize that our relationship with God has to be this perfect, big, you know, movie production, mm. idealistic relationship. And it, it's, he just wants you, you know, like set realistic expectations. Don't, don't overthink it. God just wants, he just wants you. He'll meet you where you're at. All you have to do is meet him there too. Just open your Bible and read. Listen to someone read the Bible. I think you yes. version, you can listen to the Bible be read to you. You know, there are so many different wonderful opportunities um, and resources available. So I would say start small and then grow from there. That's what I did. That is, <laughs> I could not agree more. And I feel like I remember when I was first diving into like my relationship with God, I decided I wanted to read the whole Bible and I started oh my in goodness. Genesis. Oh, that genealogy. <laughs> um, do you want to know that by Leviticus, I was like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, be, I'll be real with y'all. Like, I was like, what is this? And I'm not discounting the Old Testament. I'm not discounting no, yeah, anything, yeah. but there's a lot of history there's so in the Bible. Much. And I'm like, I'm just looking for an answer to my relationship problem, right. you know? <laughs> but like something so important to remember, like you said, start small. Like yeah. if you don't know where to start, like Psalms and Proverbs, like Psalms is such a book of Psalms peace so and worship. And then Proverbs is literally the book of wisdom written by the wisest man <laughs> who ever walked the planet. Like God <laughs> blessed him with wisdom, you know? And then I think, you know, our ultimate example as Christians is to be like Jesus. Mm. So why not like dive into the gospels? That's the four first books of the uh, New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I'm like, I want to see how did Jesus react to people? Like, read it. It's so easy to just sit down and read it like a homework assignment. But I've started, like, I mean, I've been a Christian for years, and I'm almost 25 years old. But this year, I've really sat down and read the story of Jesus uh, like a story. Yeah. Like, get a version that you can understand. Mm -hmm. Like, I love reading out the message, NIV, NLT, um, even like the Passion Translation. Like, it's a beautifully written translation and I'm reading it as like an eyewitness account of what happened oh. and I'm like oh my goodness Jesus said that to someone like how profound was that you know like just even like the small miraculous things like Mary was this young teenage girl and she becomes pregnant as a virgin yeah. like <laughs> like what like that's crazy, crazy. Right? and I mean it will just build your faith so much and I find myself like Jesus was such a man of loving perspective with people yeah, like how yes. he loved on sinners and how he loved on the outcast and the people who needed something like he was a problem solver and he seeked out in a crowd if you notice like who had problems that he could fix so i mean yeah. i'm like man that helps me in my daily walk mm -hmm. like i want to be like that mm -hmm. so start like Elle said start small with what you know like Psalms, Proverbs, the life of Jesus. Yeah. I love the letters that Paul wrote to those yes. people. And well, like, and just yes. one chapter is yes. filled with so much. So, you know, also I would say if you if you struggle to read the word, but you have a deep desire to do so and, you know, to understand what it's actually saying, pick a commentary and yes. read it alongside it and help, you know, pick a sermon 
if you listen to you know podcasts for of other preachers from your from different churches or if your church has a podcast go back and see if there's a sermon on that specific text and listen yes. to it alongside what you're reading and also read translations together you like to read yes. the passion or the message i love the esv and the Ooh, niv yes. read them alongside each other um you know because i do think that the passion is like a more poetic like beautiful yes. illustration yes and then esv is like word for word yes which that right there i mean i feel like those two could would be fun to read alongside each other absolutely so. and the teacher in me so resonates with that mm -hmm. like i was i was an english teacher so i'm always looking like what's this person's learning style like me I love hearing. So me listening to audiobooks and podcasts and worship music, like that's me. Yeah. But some people are like super hands-on. Mm -hmm. That's like <laughs> yes, like journaling Bibles, like find a verse and like journal and doodle about it. Put that doodle up on your mirror and let that verse soak over you while you're putting on your makeup yeah. that day. Yeah, like, and yeah. make it your goal to memorize that verse for the week so that when you find yourself in a circumstance, that verse will surface itself. And you'll be able to speak it over yourself, even if you don't have your Bible on hand. Absolutely. So, and then another thing that came to mind as we were talking is, you know, Jesus did not sacrifice his time in the quiet place in order to be with people. Like that was his number one priority. Wow. And he still, he was able to love people and speak love to people, speak truth to people because he was completely committed to his creator. Wow. And that that just like sets the ultimate example to me. Yes. You know, I, I want to be like that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, preach. Imago Dei. <laughs> yes. Can you tell our listeners what that means? Created in the image of God. Yes. That is amazing. Also, if you look under our resources tab, we have podcasts and books and devotions that we recommend. Um, and then in the notes below, you'll see the link to Daughter of Delight and all the... Yes, <gasps> child! <laughs> I love oh this gosh, Y'all need you. to find a cheerleader in your life who will cheer you on. Yes, 100%. Yes! Can't have that one, though. She's mine. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll share. I love it. Me I love too. it. So do you have any last advice for somebody who's struggling to just take that time in their day that's intended for God and prioritize that? Um, I would say one of the best decisions I made for myself was finding a mentor in my mm -hmm. church, a woman who was older, who's older than me and could speak to someone I could learn from. Yes. And she gets up every day at 4 a.m., no, 3.30. And wow. she spends two hours in the Word before work. Oh, my goodness. You know, so just placing yourself in community with people who have the same desires, who are heaven-minded like you are, that will, that will help. You know, it will increase your love for the Lord because when we are truly committed to Christ, our joy is undeniable. Like, you wow. just can't doubt it. You know what I mean? It just seeps from who we are. And yes. that is the Spirit in us. And so... When we're around people like that, man, does that feel my fire. Absolutely. Does it feel your fire? Girl. Girl. Yes. <laughs> so that is Undeniable. a piece of advice that I would um, that I would recommend. And also, like I said earlier, I would just say, remember that you, God doesn't have a report card with your name on it. He just wants you, you know? And so if you're too busy for God, you're too busy and something's got to give. Wow. Um, 
if you're a list person, you know, if, if writing time for God on your list will help you to make that actually happen, write it on your list, but make him at the top of it. Absolutely. Like, he is your non-negotiable. 100%. I had a friend in college who had reminders set on her phone every day yeah. for like every two hours mm. because she wanted to create the habit of praying continuously mm. throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And maybe in the morning she added some like quiet time with Jesus or before she went to bed, but she developed this strong habit of including God in her day. And you know, it only takes 21 days, I think, to create, to create, a, create habit. a habit. Yeah. So I mean, if you have those reminders or if you write it on your mirror or in your list mm. or for your planner or whatever is going to work for mm. you, that's like good. that's gonna be so worth it. And I think that it's so important to note, like, you know, we, or a lot of us sometimes, I definitely slack and I have lately, you know, we try to be physically fit. We never um, miss a meal. We never, like we have all these routines in our day, mm. but we so have to strengthen our spirit man too, because I mean, we know that we're going to have trials in this just sinful world that we live in. We know that we're gonna go through struggles. Like we have got to strengthen up. Mm. And then also I wanna strengthen up because I know that God can use me. I know he wants to use all of us for his greater purpose. And when he like presents that opportunity, I don't wanna be like, I'm not ready. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know anything. Like, I haven't even prayed in a week. Or I haven't, you know, dove into the Word in like a month. Like, I want to be like, Lord, I have prepared and I am ready. Thank you for choosing me for this opportunity yeah. and for this challenge. It's like we need to surrender to the Lord, but also keep our hands out in order to receive from Him at the same time. Uh, yes. Twofold. Open hands. Open hands. Absolutely, yeah. open hands, girl. Open heart. Yeah. Yes. Open hands, open heart. That One awesome. more theme that came to mind. I'm so sorry. There's just girl, like... Girl, you go right ahead. Everything is running through my head. <laughs> uh, but something that you, about, you and I have talked about is just like, you know, there's a lot, there are a lot of wonderful Christian influencers on Instagram and we read we you know some people don't open their Bibles all they see in anything relation to the Gospels is like a Bible verse or a post from someone that they they deeply admire and I love that we have those resources but I also just want to say like we need to be able to read the word in such a way that allows us to um, explain why we understand what we understand you know what I mean absolutely because when we have the spirit in us and when we are truly transformed by God's truth, which is in his word, we'll be able to distinguish between what is true and what's not. Wow. So I just, I, you know, social media is so, so present. It's so heavy yes. and it's not going anywhere. And so I just wanted to say like, Instagram is not your Bible. Wow. Your Bible is your Bible. I wish I had my Bible. <laughs> I want to hold it up right now, but your Bible is your Bible and your Bible that needs to be your Bible. Absolutely. Um, and the word is alive. Like when we dive into that word intentionally, not scrolling and you're, just, and you're like, oh, yeah. there's a verse. Cool. Had some time with Jesus today. Keep scrolling. Like, I want to give God more than that. I know. And I know yeah. that everybody's heart, and I want to assume everybody's heart is in the place where we're like, 
I want to give God more than a scroll. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and he doesn't expect anything. Like, we can't earn any righteousness from God. Like, he's already given that to us with Amen. Jesus on the cross. Yeah. But, like, I want to be so intentional. Like, God loved me so much that he has promises for me in his word. And he has good for me. And he has plans for me. And I want to intentionally dive into his word so I know what those promises are. Yeah. So that I can start to apply those to my life. That I can live in victory. Um, because we have to truly transform our mind every day by this living word. We do. Absolutely. It's so good. Absolutely. That's do you have so anything good. else today? Oh my goodness. Um, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we could talk for at least 30 we more really minutes. But <laughs> you touched on prayer a few minutes ago and I just, you know, if you struggle with having a prayer life, I also, it kind of goes back to just like dreaming up this picture perfect production you know relationship with God it doesn't have to be that way you don't have to use big lingo to pray with God just just use your everyday words he just wants he just wants to he just wants your everyday conversation with him he already knows our heart he does don't sugarcoat it yeah absolutely that's the only thing I would add what a great way to end girl I love you. I love you. I love y'all. We love you you. for listening to us. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, we have these every single Tuesday. So subscribe so you get it sent right to your email. Uh, Make sure to log on to thechosengirl.com. You can find this in resources. We'll put this on Instagram, Facebook, all the things. And make sure you follow Daughter of Delight because it is truly a delight. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But y'all have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to Weekly Encouragement at thechosengirl.com. Now go out and live that chosen life in him, friends. We'll meet back here next week.